0: Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics that are relevant to women today. We'd love to continue the conversation with you and support you on your life's journey. Just join us in our community. Search Facebook for The Inspired Women Community and request to join. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Hey guys, today I'm here with Shelly. Shelly is a psychic medium, an intuitive artist and coach who designs custom mala meditation beads. She helps women reconnect with their divine feminine power through mala's meditation and the law of attraction, which we are going to talk about all those things today. So how I met uh, Shelly through Amber Annette, uh, which I've mentioned on the podcast before because she's such a wonderful person and I'll, I will link up her group and everything in there as well as your group, Shelly, and everything like that. Um, And then Shelly makes custom malas, like we said in her intro, and I've I've been looking for malas everywhere, like online, and none of them resonated with me, and I was just like, I don't know what to do, and then just so happened that Shelly and I are in the same group together, and she's talking about making custom malas, and I'm like, oh, okay, yes, yes, I need this. The universe is sending me signals that I need to contact Shelly. Yeah. And right now I'm participating in one of Shelly's programs, so that's even better. I'm getting to know her. It's been fantastic. She's been super patient with me and being really flighty mm-hmm. this month, so <laughs> it's been great. Uh, so Shelly, tell us a little bit about malas. Let's start there. Like, what are malas? Why does somebody should somebody get a custom mala versus bu- buying one off Amazon? So just right. start us there so malas are actually uh something that the
1: buddhist monks have been using for hundreds and hundreds of years um but it's funny most people when they come to me and ask me about what a mala is they compare it to a rosary um and it is essentially a lot like that except there's not as many uh rules it's not a specific prayer you have to say um, but they are built structurally around sort of the same way so what you use it for is in your meditation practice, you would hold your mala in your hand and you would breathe through between each bead and you just Speak a mantra or an affirmation or whatever comes to you. I am not really strict with mine. I like to just let the um, let the words flow in as they will, and just go with whatever comes to me because I feel like that's divine guidance flowing in as I'm meditating. So. I, I just really take it from a very inspired place. Um, I often start with a affirmation and then I, you know, I go from there as it comes. Um, so that's what a mala is. Why you would want somebody to create one for you? Well, for myself, I had the same situation as you. I was in a group program. I was learning about things. Malas were coming at me from all angles. I really wanted to go deeper into a meditation practice. Um, And I say go deeper, but realistically back then, I really just wanted to actually meditate once in a while. (laughs) Um, And... I was really interested in what is this meditation tool that I kept hearing about. And much like you, I came across a couple of ladies who were creating them custom. Um, I had the same experience as you did. I went on Amazon, I thought, no problem, I'll just grab a, a set, you know, no big deal. And they didn't resonate with me. I didn't feel attached to them in any way at all. And I couldn't energetically make myself push that buy button because I knew I would never use it.
0: Yeah. It's not going to
1: help you if you don't use it. And I knew I wouldn't use it because I really just didn't feel connected to it at all. So I came across these ladies and I ended up ordering one from each of them. And before they were even created, Before they were even shipped to me or I had received them, I just knew I had this deep feeling like I needed to create one myself. So I did. I created one for my friend because her and I had been discussing this and I had told her, you know, I really want to, you know, get these malas and she was excited for me, but she was also a little bit jealous because she wanted one too. So I thought, I'll make one for her. If I screw it up, it's okay, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I did. And it was the most incredible experience working with the beads. And just the way that they, you know, they told me which ones I needed to use, and they told me where they wanted to be placed, and and I I just knew they needed to be in certain positions for certain purposes, and I really just haven't stopped from there, so...
0: Yay! that's so exciting and I'm super excited because Shelly's currently working on my Mala so I'm like, yay, I feel like a little kid in a candy store. I'm like, I can't wait, it's like Christmas. Uh, so speaking of meditation, so Mala's um boiled down, they're really important tools when you're meditating. It can help you come become more zen with yourself, right? It gives you something yes. to concentrate on where You know, as people like me, I literally say I have squirrel brain where I just like over here. That's why I use like the Headspace app because he guides me. And when my brain starts to go that way, he's like, and bring yourself back to this place. I'm like, okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, So why is meditation important? Why why is that important for people? You know,
1: it's like it's like a battery. We really need to, you know, re-energize our core, our battery source. You know, we have to reconnect to source to get that energy back. And when we are going a mile a minute, like women tend to do, you know, doing for everyone else and not ourselves, meditation is something that's so incredibly important. And when you know, even when I say meditation or I try to write something about it, I feel like it's like this big, heavy thing where, you know, people are like, ah, you know, I don't want to do meditation. It's so much time. You have to invest time. You have to invest energy. You have to stop doing what you're doing. And that's so hard for people. But the, the reality is, is if you are commuting on the bus or you're sitting in the car waiting for your kids to play soccer or you're in any of those moments where you're just sitting and you're waiting you could be meditating you could be checking in and reconnecting to source and recuperating the energy that you are expending each day because isn't it better to to you know be a mom and be a woman and Serve others the way that we do so naturally, but to do it from a place of overflow rather than that empty bucket that people talk about right so that 's why meditation is so so important, and the mala is it's great because it really takes your brain away from the shopping lists and the chore lists and the things you have to do tomorrow and you know did you schedule so and so for an appointment next week like you were supposed to, and you know it's it's so hard to disengage from that, and when you're focused on a an affirmation or you know listening for the guidance you're getting then you're engaging your brain, but you're also engaging your body. And so many of us have such a hard time sitting still, right? We don't want to, um, you know, it's hard. We, we have to fidget or we can't watch a movie without knitting or, you know, something. We have to be doing more than one thing, right? So it really engages both your, your mind and your body into your meditation. It gets you there and it gets you there so much faster.
0: Yes. And I like that you said that meditation does not have to be time consuming because a lot of people think, oh, I got to sit down. I got to meditate like for 30 minutes or an hour. You can do it as little as five or 10 minutes a day and it can make a huge difference. Huge difference. Like I've worked up to 20 minutes now with the Headspace app. That's the max that they have is 20 minutes. Uh, But Mm -hmm. I started out like, I think their, their minimum is 10 minutes. I started out 10 minutes a day and now I do 20 minutes a day. I'm a busy mom. I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I have 10,000 bazillion other things I could be doing. Uh, But meditation really, really helps me, especially it helps uh, with my anxiety. It helps with my depression. It helps me just calm down. I used to be that angry screaming mom every day. Like every day, my kids would, in the morning, my kids are, they're kids. They, you know, all over the place. There's many of them. And they do something wrong. They'd be like, no, you can't do that. Get out to the bus. And like angry, full face red, screaming. And now like that I meditate, I find that I don't go to that place very often anymore because I am calmer. I'm making some time for myself, even if it is a minimum of like that 20 minutes every single day that that's for me and for me to like, like you said, get in touch with who I am on the inside and really tune into like what's going on with me. How do I feel today? Uh, so what, what is your favorite way to meditate? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Being that I teach meditation, I almost feel silly saying this, but I do it in like two minute bursts every couple of hours, <laughs> you know, Whenever, especially when I'm feeling like that frenetic energy that makes you want to scream. I I just, I know that that's a trigger to tell me that I have not been caring for myself. And I need to take a minute to just take some breaths. So... For me, I always wear my mala. I I feel naked without one. It's like a personal, so I I have one on me all the time. I will almost always be holding it in my hand as I am right now, and I'm, you know, I'm just touching the beads, and that just it brings you back to present. So I'm not actually meditating in the sense that people you know, talk about most often where you sit down and you're listening to something or you're just getting peaceful, but I'm remembering to breathe because my fingers are on the beats. You know, I'm remembering to be present in this moment because my fingers are on those beads and I can feel its weight around my neck. And it reminds me to just to, you know, come back, come back to center. I love that. Yeah. Like, you know, people talk about grounding too. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, right? It reminds you to get grounded, to breathe and bring yourself back into your body instead of being all, you know, airy fairy out and everywhere, just trying to manage so much because it's much better when we can do one thing at a time and you know, complete it or, or focus on it (laughs) instead of trying to do everything.
0: I literally made a video uh, last week. I don't remember if it's on my, my Facebook page or not, or if it was in one of the groups that I'm in, I don't know, but it was something about multitasking because literally our brain when we multitask, we are not, as productive as when we do one thing at a time until completion, right? Um, they even say that if you're in the middle of doing something and you check your your phone or your computer or social media, you have now taken your brain away from that. It's going to take you a minimum of 15 minutes to get back into the productive mode for whatever you were doing. Mm-hmm. So you've now set yourself back versus like taking that time, like you said, to just really get in the, the moment and be present with what you're doing at this. But we're like such a high... I fast paced society nowadays, right? Like we want everything now, 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 now. Like anytime I talk to somebody, you know, this uh, coaching as well as you talk to somebody and they're like, well, how long before I see results? And I'm like, I, that's a, that's a really dicey question because for some people (laughs) it might be like four weeks. Some people, it might be like four months, um, you know, whatever it might be. It's different for everybody. So I can't just be like, this is the magic pill. You know but Everybody expects you to be able to like now do this. Um, and you said grounding, I take grounding in a different way, as in like, I literally go outside and put my bare feet in the ground. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, And
1: if that's what you need to do. That's totally, you know, what you need to do. Some people actually need to feel the physical earth, right? Envisioning things is not often, you know, really easy for a lot of people, especially when you can't pull your, your mind away from your tasks. But going out and sitting under a tree and putting your fingers in the grass If that's what it takes, do it because it's so, you will feel so much better when you bring yourself back into that space where you can just take a deep breath, get the list, you know, sorted instead of being all jumbly and, and then, you know, you, you move forward from there. You can't
0: move forward when you don't know what to focus on, you know? I'm a super hippie earth child. Like I grew up on 50 acres of land in upstate New York. Like I would literally get lost in the woods, like for hours on end. Like my mom would just say, make sure you're home by the time it's dinner time, you know? So as a kid, I was living in a city right now. It's totally throwing off my vibe. It really is like, it's, it's bad. I told my husband like, I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to last here because like, I don't have that nature. You know, Um, I told him like more often now, starting next year, I told him, we need to start doing like little mini trips, other places where there's actual like land and there's nature so that I can get back in tune with that hippie earth child that's in me. Right. Uh, <laughs> but you talked about people not being able to envision. Um, so a lot of times the people, when they're talking about manifesting, they're like, and you have to envision it in your brain and my brain can never envision it. Like No matter what it is, it just doesn't do it. I, I, they're like, envision a clear picture. Realize the smell, feel the feeling. And I'm like, I can't do it. I hear you. I
1: um, I have that problem too, which is so funny because when you hear the word psychic, you automatically think clairvoyant, which is clear seeing, right? When you see things in your mind's eye, and I just don't. I have been working on that, and it's getting so much better as I practice it. Obviously, like everything else in life, but envisioning things for me has always been a struggle, right? I I can't see it until it actually is. If I'm looking at a painting, then I know what it looks like. If you're describing it to me, <laughs> no, <laughs> right? So that's why I love my approach, which I've learned from, I've taken pieces of everybody's teachings of the law of attraction and I've made it my own where you don't have to envision anything. Yes, it's absolutely helpful. But if you can't get there yet, because it's it's such a big dream that you just don't know what that could even possibly look like, that's okay. We can still get you there, right? So I don't... You've been uh, you've been doing my my course for the law of attraction, so hopefully you can
0: speak to whether or not that's working for you or not. <laughs> Well, see, I sabotage myself. Uh, it's funny because I help people with this, and it's so hard to to like coach yourself and do those things for it. a lot of people. Are like, how can you coach other people when you struggle with this yourself? I'm like, because I know what needs to be done because I can help myself sometimes, but sometimes I just can't. It's too much. That's why mm-hmm. I always say coaches need coaches uh, because we need we need somebody to like be outside looking in versus us being already here and looking at ourselves. But literally last week. I had somebody schedule a connection call with me. I had somebody reach out and ask to be part of my program, which had already started. Um, but she reached out to me and not the other way around. So there are several things that happened where I was like, oh, that's great. But then this weekend I go to a Halloween party, drink a little too much, and now like I'm at snail speed. And so I'm like, shit, I just like messed that up for myself because I have to, I've realized as for me, I have to be, I have to be clear headed. Like I have to be like super diligent about my self care, especially as somebody who struggles with mental illness, like all of these things that when I do that sort of stuff and I sabotage myself, it sets me back several, several spaces. And now I'm going to have to work to get back to that place where I'm an even keel, um, I've also realized, you know, this weekend, I'm like, you know what, maybe for me as a person, drinking in a social setting more than one or two glasses of wine is probably not a good idea. Because I just, I'm I'm just not, I'm not, I am one of those people that I, after that second glass of wine, I just, there is no, there's no stopping my husband will tell you that there is like, so he's like, Megan's fine. Like, it's not that I don't like Megan when she's drinking. Megan's great to a point. Once she gets past that point, he's like, no, like, I don't like, this is not even my wife at this point. So, you know, for me, I just keep having this reminder that, and there's this voice in my head um, that's like, you know what, this is not for you. And you need to stop doing this, even though, you know, that was programmed into me like in younger years, like in college, where you know I always felt I had to to fit in, where now I'm like, I, I really don't have to, nobody cares <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that was that was often a little tangent, but yes, yeah, so your program has helped me. Like in that one week, I literally had like one thing after another just pop right up. That's um, true. so tell us, you're talking about the law of attraction, tell the audience a little bit more about the law of attraction. Maybe they've never heard of it before, or maybe they've only heard bits and pieces, they have no idea how this works.
1: Right. So the law of attraction is essentially based on the fact that everything in this universe is energy and the universe is limitless. We are able to create and draw to us everything that we desire, but we need to focus our energy in the right way. And most of us Um, most of us do it backwards. You know, we, we think, oh, I'm, I'm being positive. You know, everything's going to be okay. I know everything's going to be great. Um, but I don't have this and I don't have this and I don't, you know, I don't have the perfect man and I don't have the awesome paycheck yet. And I know it's coming. I know it is, but it's not here yet. And the second you fall back on that, it's not here yet, or you focus on the details of what just prevented it from happening in this last you know, occurrence in your life. The second you put your focus on that, you the universe doesn't understand positive and negative. It just goes to where your thoughts and your emotions are focused. So that's what you're you're looking at. That's what you're paying attention to. So it says, "Oh, more. You want more of that, right? And it gives us more of what we don't want because that's what we're actually focusing on. And then we say, but I can't focus on what I do want because that's not what I have. And you repeat the cycle. (laughs) So what we really need to do is get our energy, get our, you know, our everything. Just We need to connect into what we desire and how we are going to feel when we have those desires. And then we need to make it our priority to feel that way all day, every day. And the more that you feel that way, the more the universe says, ooh, yes, more of that, more of that, that good stuff, that good feeling, more of that. The more you feel those things, you can't feel joy and enthusiasm and excitement and passion when you are focused on negative crap happening in your life when you are actually experiencing those feelings for real it's because you're focused on amazing things that are going on around you all over, all around you you're focused on the amazing thing that your your child just learned and showed you you're focused on the amazing feeling of love that you had when you were walking with your husband you're you're focused on the sunshine coming through your window and all of the great experiences in the world and you're not you're not at all looking at what you don't have yet, or what you're still waiting for, or what you, or the reason why your things aren't coming to you. You're not focused on that. You are just completely and totally feeling the wonders of the world. And when that, that is your sweet spot, that is your energetic sweet spot. And that is when everything can manifest instantly. So you can choose to put your energy into the positive, truly, and not just saying the words, but actually doing the actions that are going to make you feel good every day. Or you can choose to be a master manifester in the reverse and getting all of the bad things that you don't want. (laughs) And you can keep complaining about that all day long, it's not going to change, right? So that's another reason why meditation is important. Because When you are focused on you and keeping your energy high and your vibration high and feeling good, which is what meditation brings you, then that's when magic happens. That's when law of attraction kicks in and manifestation happens and you get everything you want in ways you didn't even know were possible.
0: (laughs) This makes me think of like the survivor and victim mentality, right? So you have those people that go through things in life and they're a survivor. Like they've gone past it, they've healed from it, they are using it like their pain for a purpose, like all that. And then you have the victims who don't heal and they stay in that place and they continue to marinate in the fact that this happened and poor me and everything's poor me, right? These people, it's not just that one horrible thing or multiple horrible things that happened everything they see everything as it happening to them not happening for them mm-hmm. and they're in that place right so i the way when when you were talking what popped in my head was you know the difference between the survivor and victim mentality the survivor mentality be the kind of people who are manifesting positive things because yep. they're not they're not seeing all the things that have happened as necessarily bad things even if they are they're seeing them as learning lessons and moving on where other people will be like my life sucks everything sucks like nothing can go right for me and in all reality that's because the more that we focus on the negative things in our lives the more we see them like you know we could be in a really happy mood driving down the interstate and The same thing could happen that would happen if we were in a bad mood. However, like somebody's next to us and they're not paying attention and they're going a little over the line, and we're just like, "Oh, I'm just going to shift, so I I'm not, you know, dealing with that." If you're in a positive, otherwise, if you're in a negative mindset, you'd be like, "F them! How dare they do that? They don't know how to drive," and you're focusing more on that. When if you were in like focusing on the positive, you wouldn't have even really registered that that happened. You just automatically move to it. Um, So, what are some ways that people can work on? manifesting and work on manifesting the right things, the things they want to happen in their lives, not the wrong things. What are some tips or tricks that people can use to, to help with that? I mean, some people listening might be listening and be like, they're off the rocker. What the hell are they talking about right
1: now? Yes, exactly. So, I mean, I think we've all been there where you've had that feeling where it's like, oh, this is just going to go all wrong. And then it does. Mm -hmm. or you wake up and you're like, oh, this is just going to be such a bad day. And then it is. But you can have the reverse too, where you wake up and you feel energetic and you feel rejuvenated and you feel great. And you don't know what's going to happen today because you have nothing planned, but it's going to be amazing. And then it just is, right? So that's really what it's all about. It's making a choice. It's choosing the experience that you want to have in every moment like you said how do you choose to manage the you know driver who is not being pleasant on the road do you choose to ignore them and go about your happy day because you're not going to let it ruin it or do you choose to to let that destroy everything that you've done in a day to keep your energy high the the real trick is doing exactly that. Your your entire day is made up of choices. And listen, nobody wants to know, nobody wants to hear that we are in absolute control of everything that happens on an energetic principle. You know, I get it. I have chronic pain. I didn't, you know, I don't want to hear anybody telling me that I chose this. But listen, my pain is more manageable when I'm focused on feeling good end of story. I absolutely have control over how bad that experience has to be. And I know people out there are not going to want to hear that. I I know that that's going to trigger some emotions in some people, but the reality is that we have choice. And when you empower yourself to make those choices And when you take back that power in your life and you don't say, well, I don't have a choice to meditate because I have to go here and drop off so-and-so and do this and do that. You know, when you're giving the power away to other people, then that is a choice. It's still a choice to let them have that power. If you take your power back and you choose to put that energy back into yourself, you're going to feel better and you're going to see. So, my tips are to, to always focus on making choices based on how you want to feel and feeling that way as often as possible. Write down in a journal all of the amazing experiences, write them down every day, every night, write them down as you go, keep it in your purse if you want, whatever, whatever works for you, but write down the amazing experiences that you have. The, the moments where you felt like everything just simply connected. All the dots were perfectly aligned and it felt magical. Write those things down. The more you acknowledge, the more you will receive. It's like when you give a gift and the person doesn't seem like they really enjoyed it and they didn't really feel like they um, were grateful for it. You kind of don't want to give them any more gifts, right? So acknowledge it say thank you you don't even have to be like talking out loud or you can you can just I do it all the time I'll say thank you for a light that goes green at the right time you know I just look thank you you know I just look up and there you have it and the more gratitude that we can show it you know that's that's just another piece of the puzzle there's so many pieces of the manifestation puzzle and the law of attraction puzzle the more pieces you can get into the proper spaces into the alignment into like, and it all, it all comes down to feeling good. But the more pieces you can put together, the better and the more instantly you're going to see things happening. Did I answer the question? Yes. Yes, you did.
0: I, I honestly, um, so I'm one of those people that believes everything happens for a reason and people will fight and argue with me about that because like such horrible things happen in the universe and i believe that you know it there's a lesson and and one of i don't remember who it was that i follow that said yes we can control our energy and all this stuff that happens with us but not everything that happens to us is because of our energy some of it is because we can't control other people's energy right yeah. and they're and they're entwined in our in our lives so we allow them to be a part of our lives while their energy can affect what happens to us as well. People's energy period, I'm an empath, so people's energy period can mess with me. <laughs> like, yes. If I'm around the wrong kind of people, I can instantly be drained or feel angry or feel like depressed because of the different energy amongst the people. So a lot of it has to do with us, but part of it also has to do with who we are allowing inside of our lives, like who are these people that we're allowing inside of, because anything I look back on my life that was like tragic or that was in some sort of adversity, it's because I allowed the wrong people inside of my life. Yes. Right, so we also have to, like you were saying, we have to be mindful of controlling our energy and take complete ownership of that, Our, our actions, our words, our reactions, our thoughts, our feelings, But we also have to take ownership of the fact of who are we allowing to be part of our life and to be part of our circle. Um, Some days, some days I'll be driving, like I'll be ready to leave the house. The kid will like lose their shit and I will be like 10 minutes late. But then I come across a car accident and I'm like, if I was just 10 minutes earlier, that could have been me. That's right. You know, so sometimes things happen and even though they irritate us, they might be happening for a reason. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I said this on another podcast episode or not, um, and some people aren't going to believe this story, but when I was a teenager, a friend of mine and I were supposed to go to the mall, and my mom was going to take me over to her house, and then she was going to drive to the mall. Well, I started feeling really sick, like right before we were supposed to leave. Just out of the blue, just felt really sick. So I called her and I said, I'm, I'm not feeling really well. I, I, I need to stay home. After that call, I felt completely fine. I, I'm already getting chills telling this story. Felt completely fine. Within five minutes, we had gotten a phone call from her parents. She had gotten in a car accident. Literally, a pull from a fence had gone through the passenger side window. Like it would have taken out my head. Like there was like no like no in between. And so sometimes we have those weird things that happen, little signals in our body that we just need to listen to because it's telling us something, something's going to happen. Like, there's no way that I, that, that was just ironic that I was sick and felt that way and felt better after I made that phone call. Uh, And like, after I saw the car, so we went and checked out the car afterwards and I just got like complete chill. I started crying. Like, I'm like, holy crap. Like that, that almost was me. Like I wouldn't have survived it like at all. Yeah. Um, so I feel like sometimes there's these things that we need to tune into in our bodies. So you want to, to share more about that, Shelly, about, about listening to those kind of signals inside of ourselves?
1: Yes, absolutely. Like you were not meant to die that day. You just weren't. And something spoke to you and you probably weren't listening. So it made you feel sick because it was the only way to get you to cancel that was to make your physical body feel it. Yeah. So listening to your body and the the thoughts that are coming in, especially thoughts that you don't Um, you're kind of like, where did that come from? Or you didn't realize you were really considering an option or, you know, anything that just sort of pops into your head, that's definitely guidance, listen to it. Um, I had a similar experience, in fact, where I did end up crashing my car. And what happened was I typically would go one direction to leave my daycare to go to work. And I felt like I should definitely go that way but for some reason I was like no I should you know I should practice going this way because it's got a weird turn and I was new to driving so I went that way and I was the whole time I just felt like that was the wrong way I should have gone the other direction and sure enough you know somebody was stopping on sheer ice in a merge lane that he should have continued on through but (laughs) we won't go there um so i ended up sliding into him it wasn't a terribly bad accident by any means but It was definitely that wake up call where it was like, hello, we are talking to you. If you had listened, you didn't have to go through that experience. You know, you did not have to to have that happen to you. You could have made the choice to listen. And the thing about that is that the longer we ignore a really important message, the worst that frying pan over the head is going to (laughs) be. So, you know, say for instance, you're in a relationship that just is not working out for you and you know, it's not going anywhere and you know, it's just not a good thing for you, but you keep trying to make it work. You keep trying to fix him or you keep trying to, you know, what have you, we all, we all do this. Um, That relationship is going to end so much worse for you having stayed and tried to ignore all of those signals than it would have if you just said, you know what, we should cut ties. Let's, you know, let's go our separate ways. It would have been super peaceful. And then you wouldn't have invested all that time. You know, that's how, that's how that can happen. So sometimes when the really big things happen to us, it's because we were ignoring something really important for a really long time. And the thing about all of that is, you know, it ties back into the meditation. The more you can get your mind to still and just be quiet and be present in that moment, the more those, those guidances and those informations are going to come to you. It's going to flow into you so much easier because you're creating a receptive vessel. You are making yourself open to receive all of that and it just it makes the path more clear it makes the signal more clear it's like tuning into a radio station but having it just a little bit off and you got all the static it's that doesn't work very well right sometimes you can't understand what they're saying so meditating can get you there
0: yes hallelujah it, mm-hmm. it, it definitely it, it helps me leaps and bounds all over when i I've not only meditated, but I've slept well. I've taken care of myself. Have you know? Am on that? Had enough water to drink. Haven't ate a bunch of shit. Like all of that good stuff. Not everybody is to like the 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 length that I am, where I literally have to be on all like all cylinders in order to to be able to receive that. But. You're you're talking. It's funny when you're talking about bad relationships and like she's talking about me. She sure is because that, <laughs> that was like all of us. <laughs> that was me with my abusive relationship with my middle daughter's father. So the, I had all of these signals. I had left that relationship multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like I had all these things, but I re- I refused to listen to every single one of them. Each time I left, I kept going back. You know, and I, and I stopped listening so much so that the day I left him, he shot off a gun in my house. Like, it was, like, you know, there's, a, I mean, I guess I, in all reality, I'm glad he didn't shoot me, but I, you know, like that's a pretty extreme thing to happen. But if I had just left one of the other multiple times that I had left or stayed left, I mean, as some people are like, well, your middle daughter wouldn't be here. I'm like, actually, one of the first times I left him, I was pregnant with her. So, if I had just stayed gone during right. that time, then I wouldn't have gone through all that. And yeah. who knows, then I may not have met my husband and be where I am today. So, I won't go back and change a single thing that's happened to me. But, yeah. you know, it is stuff like that where you refuse all of these signs that it just kind of blows up in your face. Yes. Just, what, what is going on? I'm so confused. Why is this happening? Uh, but, you know, there's all these little pieces of the puzzle, like you said, that we have to put together. In order to really understand, we can't really fully tune into ourselves if we are exhausted. You know, we can't fully tune into ourselves if we're hopped up on energy drinks and sugar. Like, that's Um, not going to happen. Oh my gosh, don't do that to yourself. (laughs) I know, right? But like, all those things that we can't fully tune into ourselves when we don't take care. Um, And meditating is one huge way to take care. Our brains need quiet they need to like needs to to calm down. We need to have that moment where we're in ourselves, so we're not sleeping, we're actually here and in yeah. awake, but we're calm. We don't we're not thinking of the 10,000 other things that we need to do today, right? Um, we're not checking our phones and our computers and all that good jazz. Like I always tell my clients, please give yourself at least 15 minutes every morning when you first wake up without checking anything else. Like your computer, your phone, your whatever, at least 15 minutes, so that you are being proactive in the day instead of reactive. You start off the day without doing those things, you know, and take care of yourself and giving yourself that time. You're in reactive mode. And for the rest of the day, you're just going to be reacting to things. Um, So we are in our last couple minutes of the podcast interview. It goes by really fast. So if you could leave, if you could leave my audience, the inspired women community, Um, and all of the women that listen with one thing, what would you want them to know about any of the things that we discussed today? Meditation, law of attraction, any of that. The one thing I really want all women to know is that you
1: are divinely connected to source, whatever that is for you, God, universe, whatever that is, it doesn't matter what you call it, but you are connected and you have the divine power of the universe to create the experiences in your life that you want to have. You are at nobody's mercy. You are a feminine goddess. Do not let anybody or anything tell you anything other story. You are nothing but divine feminine energy and you deserve more than what you are allowing yourself to have.
0: I think this podcast interview was strictly for me. Nobody else... <laughs> Shelly's talking. I'm like, yes, yep. Yeah. Mm, keep going, Shelly. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna hook up all of your stuff on the podcast notes, inspiredwomenpodcast.com, so everybody can get a hold of you.
1: Um and of
0: course the you know, the week that this airs, I'll be blowing up everything with you know the interview so people can definitely get to know you. And I hope, you know, I hope people took something out of this. I know I took something out of this, and I've been working with you, I swear all the time. I'm like, you learn something new every single day. <laughs> you really do. You do. But Shelly, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your message with my community. Thank you so much for having me.
1: And I hope that it was valuable for all of your listeners as well as yourself.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspire Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspire Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.